your, your pal, the high sea man. Letting you know it's time for the hat trick of fun that we hear from the show called Geekster. Oh, yeah. And we'll go to episode 143, part three of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Moonlighting? <laughs> yeah, well, you know. They needed the soulful stylings of a, I wanted. I didn't want to be stereotyped as just, you know, the fat guy. So <laughs> I became the, high, the voice of the high C thing. <laughs> <laughs> what do you compete with? You compete with uh, the, the Kool Aid guy? Kool Aid guy. Well, you know, yeah. I met, you know, I met the Kool Aid guy, but <laughs> I met the Kool Aid guy. Oh, yeah. But high C hired me to be the anti Kool Aid guy. I think they're interchangeable, <laughs> like typecasting or starting. No, no, because he's, you know, he must have a weird family, though. Because I've seen, you know, I've seen the red one. Yeah. I've seen the blue one. Yeah. I don't think they're all the same person. <laughs> you know, I mean, I would think that, you know, like if Red wakes up, he's like, oh, yeah, it's going to start with a brand new day. <laughs> and like he's sad, he turns blue. <laughs> and then he's, uh, you know, like over at, uh, what do you call it? Like, Feels sick, he's green. He's his cousin. It's like his, probably, his cousin. Yeah, he probably comes, you know. What's up, blue? What's up, red? Yeah. <laughs> What's up, red? Really working that voice, aren't you? Oh, yeah. Shh. Don't say it unless you get paid, pussy. <laughs> oh, that's right. You're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> It's like that, all right, you know, let's get ready to rumble guy. You want him to say it? You got to pay him. Don't give it out for enough for it. You're no whore. <laughs> I see he's developing her own Kimmy campaign with the anti Kool Aid guy. <laughs> it's, it's what he called it. It's a pitcher with a Brita filter on the top. Oh, yeah. Get the pure water in first, <laughs> then mix in the sugar water. The colored sugar. That's right. Oh, yeah. We may taste like these other guys, <laughs> but this one's been filtered through the Brita. <laughs> <laughs> so your water is pure when you drink high sea. <laughs> <laughs> hey, why do you sound like the Kool-Aid guy? He's my cousin. <laughs> He's actually him moonlighting. <laughs> <laughs> he did take change from the big fat round picture and he goes home and he pulls that off and puts in the whole like Brita the Brita picture thing and it's all like just round and <laughs> cylindrical. You know, instead of round and, you know. It's my girdle. <laughs> <coughs> nah, I gotta sink that in. Then I talk like this. Oh yeah, I drink coffee. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so we talk E3. Yeah, we talk video games. We talk consoles. Um, you won't hear anything coming out of Erica's mouth because she was doing other things like Pinterest. Pinterest. <laughs> you know the heavy metal band. It's on the internet. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> I think you saw us do Pinterest. Pinterest. It's like Pantera and Pinterest had an evil love child. <laughs> Pantera. <Pinterest. laughs> 
It's just uh, Pinterest with a whole bunch of heavy metal bands. Uh, all right, you know, I just roll that beautiful bean footage. Here <laughs> we'll be back at the end, folks. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to Geeks' Live on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio.com. Just search Aquanet Radio on those apps. All right, now it's time for Nerd News, E3 edition. So sit back, relax. Erica, you can punch out if you need to. (laughs) See you guys next week. And, uh, yeah, so, uh, Ed, why don't you tell us about your experience this week with E3? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, if anybody who's seen the E3 conferences know that these are the hardest things to watch only because they talk primarily about video games, which, you know, most gamers are excited for, you know, titles that you're looking for, uh, you know, new game, new machines. If it's the new machine year of, of it, unfortunately, this is not one of those years. And <clears throat> I've only seen seven. There are seven press conferences. I've only seen three of them. And they're, I mean, not that they're hard to watch. Just this one of those type of things where you get to a game, you're like, I don't care, you know, or, or, you know, and they'll go on to gameplay about it. They'll talk about different, you know, attitudes about it or different, you know, like what, what it took to make the game. And, you know, so you, you, you kind of appreciate it a little bit, but all in all, you're just kind of wishing that, you know, you just get to the, you know, get, get to the meat of it. Just give me what the big thing that you're trying to push on whatever it is you're trying to sell. So that way I can go buy it is the, you know, the, the, the best way I could put it. Uh, yeah, it's basically kind of like the the one time a year where all the video game consoles and stuff. I mean, it's mostly video games, but they have other things like the Samsungs, telephones, yeah. and stuff like that. But most people go there for the console wars. Like, mm-hmm. what's Sony going to bring? What we got to look for for Sony's PS4, or just Sony in general? What's Microsoft bringing to the table? What if what is Nintendo bringing to the table? Right. Like, usually, like the top spot games, like the most anticipated games. Or games that we didn't know we want, but now we t- now we definitely need. Or maybe every once in a while, like two years ago, I think it was, um, Microsoft, they, my, both Microsoft and Sony debuted their new system. Their current now, which is now the current gen situation, right. sits, sits consoles. Yeah. The Xbox One and the PS4. Now, when the Xbox One got announced, it was like, people were going, you got to be fucking kidding me. Like, it was horrible. Right. And then Sony came in and pretty much wiped the floor with Microsoft. Now, keep in mind that this is a guy's opinion. There's right now, right now, there's geeks out there. Xbox One is better. No PS4 is better. Statistically, I'm going to say, from my own personal opinion, from what I saw, right. Microsoft two years ago said, "Fuck you to gamers." Right. Where this is the machine, you're going. This is the stuff you're going to have to do. And a lot of people were like, that fucking sucks. Yeah. What about this? Tough shit. And then Sony was like, yeah, here's our stuff. We talked to gamers and what they wanted. And we gave it to them. And that's right now, I would say Sony's outselling place Microsoft by like two to one. Yeah. Maybe three to one at this point. Right. As in, it's, it's, it was two <clears> to one <throat> when we first started, uh, when the consoles both came out. And you were, you right. know, they were talking about Christmas sales. And Sony was having a hard time keeping up with demand. Basically, they were selling out because they just couldn't get as many machines out. So it was harder for people to buy a PlayStation at that time. Right. But now that 
you know, Sony's been in production full swing yeah, it's and they're two, getting, two and a half years now at this point. They're still outselling them. And it's, yes. you know, it's still impressive to say. So um, <laughs> in the, in those two years, Microsoft has gone from, you need to connect in order to have the system to now you don't need to connect. Right. Then it went from the you need same, to log in every you day, need to log in every day to no, you don't have to log in every day. Right. This is all in the span of two years. Yes, it is $500, but if you don't want to connect now, since you don't want to connect, it's now $400. But because our sales are so bad, we're going to knock another $50 off of it to make it $350 for you to buy an Xbox One system. Right. Um, now, so now with E3 coming around, you figure, okay, well, Microsoft better do something. Something, right, to improve upon it. You know, but first I want to go, before I go into those two, because I did, I did see... Microsoft and Sony's press conferences, because let's face it, they're the big two out of the three. I mean, Nintendo was in there. I really wanted to sit down and watch it, but I just, every time there was something else kept going on, so I couldn't get to it. Um, But I did watch Bethesda. Bethesda was the first one. They actually started Sunday night, uh, 10 p.m. our time uh, here in the United States, Eastern Standard Time, where they're on the West Coast. And so I figured, well, you know what? They're the first ones. Let me start with them. You know, because I intended to see all seven. And first off, they start with a pre-show with Morgan Wedd and Adam Sessler. And people who don't know who they are, (laughs) they were the original hosts of the show called X-Play on G4. So I kind of got reminiscent. It was like, oh, my God, like to have the two of them to do the show is pretty awesome because they're gamers. They know this. They know the business. They've they've reviewed Hundreds of games, right? Yeah, know, they through the know. years, yeah. So they're in the know. They know what to look for, what questions to ask, what uh, you know, what what they can get out of what they know they can get out of developers in terms of because developers will keep everything close to the chest as best they can, you know, because right. they don't want to give away everything because you know they they want to have something of surprise when you buy the game and sure. play it. So that's the thing. So to see them too was like great. So they did a little pre-show. It was like 30 minutes. You know, it was it was good to see them. You know, I kind of was like, you know, fuck you, G4, for, you know, being canceled. <laughs> it got all mad. Yeah. A little teary-eyed. It was like he watched Max for the first time. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> mad and sad and happy. And... All right. So Bethesda brought seven things to the table. Okay. Okay. First one was Doom. They're bring, bringing back the classic from the 93 from id Software. Uh, it is now owned by Bethesda, but they're still id Software, so they're still around. All right. And uh, it, it, to me, they they showed a single player in the multiplayer version of it, and it really reminds me of Halo. I mean, it's just uh, like, like Halo and Hell is basically the best way well, I could put it. You okay. Know? Yeah. In all fairness, I think that Halo is kind of a derivative of of, of Doom, Doom of, right? Of, or or of Castlevania. Yes. Because Castlevania and um, Castle. Castlevania, Castle Wolfenstein, uh-huh. and Doom are kind of even Quake. Yeah, are kind of all in that same first-person shooter genre that that ruled early computer gaming in the nineties. Exactly. So any kind of derivative of a first-person shooter is kind of like they're the grandfathers. So I mean, if you if you like those kind of games, I mean, Doom's going to be right up your alley. I mean, it was right. The graphics look great. I mean, it's really showing off the systems that you're going to play it on. If you're going to play it on an Xbox 360 or Xbox one CV or a PS4, it's going to look brilliant. I mean, right. there's no doubt about it. I mean, they showed the gameplay. It yeah. looks awesome. There's a lot of trailers going get, here's the thing that I'm kind of irritated about. 
just I wonder if they ever addressed it in the in the this conference that you saw. I bought Castle Wolfenstein: The New Order, mm-hmm. and inside I got a beta code for um, do, uh, Doom, like beta testing. Mm-hmm. I never got any notification about it. It seems like they almost kind of was like, "Yeah, no, we're not doing it." So I, I'm kind of in that feel like maybe the game's not going to be as great as it may look great, right? But not play as great. The only thing, the only thing they added to this, which I think is going to be the common thing from now on for a lot of games in the future, is the fact is building gameplay. You can build drone maps. Okay. You can design them. You can you know put them out there for other people to you play. You can kind of build your own levels for other people to play. Exactly. All right. And that's I think that's going to be a common I kind of agree theme. because Nintendo's uh, Wii U is coming out with that Mario Maker where you can actually make Mario Super Mario Brothers w- worlds mm. and put as what is whatever you want in it take whatever, and you can even use like the 8-bit graphic all the way up to the current version of Mario that hey it's me a Mario I'm in the 3D yeah <laughs> you know so that that's i think out of all that that was the the most impressive thing for Doom for id software that they that they put in there, which was good. That but that's not coming out till spring of twenty sixteen. Right. So right. we're gonna see them not do that for a while. Okay. The the next thing they talked about was Bethesda.net. It's all the any Bethesda game that you play and like if you want to get like upgrades, levels, you wanna have chats, that kind of thing. They've kind of focused on all in one website to go to. Okay, so they kind of made a community kind of set. Exactly. So that way right. it's a little bit more of Everybody can get together and discuss what Bethesda's doing on their games or... Doom, good or not, discuss. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> All right. Uh, now, but, keep in mind, I'm going to throw this out here. I've always been a fan of Bethesda's stuff. I've never really played a game that I've been disappointed with. It's hit or misses, sure. But overall, I feel like with Bethesda, I kind of always got what I paid for. Okay. Like, I never really kind of thought any, like, oh my God, this is so not them. Right. Okay. Now, Battlecry from uh, Battlecry Studios was the next thing they showed. And it was an online action game. And that's the thing. The online part of it, again, is one of those type of things where it wasn't pay to play, but it was one of those type of things where you kind of have to be online to play the game. Right. And it's just kind of like if you don't have friends, that it's kind of, you know, hopefully you can make friends on the. Uh, on the uh... In other words, if you're a loner sitting in your basement, you're screwed. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. So so yeah so so if if you're if you have a group of friends and you want to do like a battle cry type of game, there you go. Uh, the next was Arcane Studios came out and they dis- Dishonored Two is coming out, and they're going to do a definitive edition with a Dishonored the, the first one included. Okay, oh so it's kind of like two games in one. Exactly. All right, I'm gonna be um um I played Dishonored. Mm-hmm. I can be honest, I didn't finish it. Yeah. Not because it was a bad game, it was because I went and played other things. Like right. that's, that's kind of like the curse of the game where you get deeply involved in one game and then all of a sudden another game comes in that you want to play more and then you get lost in that game. Very rarely do I get to finish games. And when I do, it's usually kind of like a one and done. Okay. Like Lego Jurassic World is a good example. I wanted to get 100% because I knew I could. Right. But I've stopped playing The Witcher 3 for the last week because I was playing Lego Jurassic World. Exactly. Now that Batman's coming out, it might be a while before I get back to Witcher 3, which is a shame because it's a phenomenal game. But my need for something newer is coming out. Like, I know The Witcher 3 is going to be, like, 200 hours. Mm. All right, you know what? That's fine. I'm okay. I can I can dedicate that 200 hours. You've obviously seen me dedicate right. five hours a day to, to a little Lego game. Game, right. 
So, I mean, but Bethesda has like has always done, for me, never done me wrong. Mm. Like, with their, their series, like, um, like I said, like Doom, Quake, Wolfenstein, like any kind of first person. I think and there's one more on your list. Well, there's a there's 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 a couple more here that I'm gonna do okay. thing. Uh Elder Scrolls Online, uh I can't remember pronounce Tamriel thank Unlimited. You, thank you. That's they they are pushing that a little bit. I mean that's came it out just, already. Just came out already. So they're 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 trying to, you know, hey, we have this so now, game. Okay, like, so now people people right now are probably screaming Elder Scrolls Online when I said I was never let down by Bethesda. Yeah. Because I do have like their Elder Scrolls Online. Mm-hmm. Did not get a lot of positive feedback when that game came out, right? So right. they, and that's the reason why, because it got pushed back on the console until most recently, where they kind of redesigned the game a little bit and packaged it, you know, differently, and, and gave the Tamriel Unlimited because it's now you're not, it's free to play now. It's not pay to play. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I mean, there are where you can pay to win in a way, like right. if you want that really fancy sword. Here, give us a little cash and it's yours. Yeah. You know, or you need like certain crowns, like they'll sell like, hey, for fifteen hundred crowns, I, I gotta pay eight bucks for it. Yeah. Which to some people like that's nothing, but you know, some other people going eight bucks if I need fifteen hundred crowns and then all of a sudden two hours later I see a sword that I like better and it does more damage. Who's to say I'm not gonna shout out another eight dollars? There's sixteen bucks in a span of two two hours just to get some good shit. Right. You know? Right. And then, of course, this is one that one I scratch my head about. There's another Elder Scrolls coming out. It's called Elder Scrolls Legends, and it's a strategy card game. People <clears> went nuts for this, and I am like, it was it was neat to look at. Was it a video? It's it was uh, they because was it a, was it a physical card game or a virtual card virtual game? game virtual. Okay, all right, yeah. I, I can. This the only thing that that people were excited about was it wasn't like you had to play it on the system. You could play it on your tablet. You could play it on, you know, the PC. You could play it like there was like apps and and a, a, a login that you could go to and play the game. So if you're on the go, if you're traveling or whatever, right, well, you could play this like <clears throat> game, you know, as you're, you what know. it is. It's it's just yet another variation on that Magic the Gathering, exactly. Like um, Hearthstone um, that mm-hmm. Battle.net has, you know, mm-hmm. yep. It's kind of like that, or it's like the game in Witcher Three where it's the girl where you're playing. You play these cards, and then the object is to not whittle your car- the opponent down's health points. Right. It's a it's a it's an easy game to learn, hard to master kind of thing. Yeah. <clears throat> so I think that's kind of like I mean even um, Magic Gather the Gathering has their own like virtual game like where it's um like the, I think it's Planeswalker. Okay. Where it's it's magic except it's digital. Right. You know. All right, well, okay. And, of course, the final thing from Bethesda was the one everybody was waiting for. One everyone was hoping would come at one day. Fallout 4. And I have to tell you, I'm not a, I, I'm not a fan of Fallouts, but I'd play this game. I'm so happy. I, <laughs> I can't believe they're finally making it. Oh. <laughs> I'm so happy. I this is my favorite series of all time. Okay, I have been playing this game since the first Fallout came to the PC back in the late eighties, early nineties. Yeah, I, I, I and I played Fallout two. You know, when Fallout three came, it was for the, the consoles. Finally, I even played Fallout New Vegas. Like, <clears throat> it's basically Mad Max. Mm. 
except it's post-apocalyptic future. You were born and raised in what's called the vault, where like you know it was like these underground shelters that people would live out after the nuclear explosions, after the Earth has pretty much died out. The vault opens up, and like you have you have like resources, and your right. resources start to fade. And usually, the plot is you're you're minding your own business, and then shit starts going down, and you either get volunteered or you volunteer to go, or it's just your time where you go walk the earth like Cain, mm-hmm. because we need gasoline for our generators and we know it's here you need to find out if they're if this other vault over here is still alive yeah and it, it starts that open world adventure where you meet mutants and aliens and right. you can you know you need stats like you know technology stats so you can hack into computers it's basically i always what i always liked about it it was kind of like a 1940s 1950s it was like an alternate world where nuclear destruction happened in the 1940s but even in the 1940s, they still had a limited tech, uh, technological advantage. They had computers. Yeah. But they had laser rifles. But it wasn't like high-tech stuff. It was very like, I'm going to say like old-school trash 80 computers. Yeah. Where it was a, a CRT in that puke green color. Yeah. And the click, 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 click of the keyboard. Yeah. It was very old. Like if anybody who's ever had a Commodore 64. Yeah. That's kind of what it always felt like. So, I mean, they really went in depth in this one, of course. I mean, they showed gameplay. Oh, boy, did they. Yes. And I mean, and it was it, it was customizable. You customize your character to look any which way. You can make it look like yourself if you want. If you had enough time to really, you know, figure out like how to do your nose, your eyes, your <laughs> yeah. hair. But they, they I mean, they had limitless possibilities of what it could be. And then now it's like the first time they had a female character that you could play as well. So it's not just a male character. You could also play a female version of of the. Obviously, you could. Maybe I just never. It, that's what they said in the in the comments. Okay. So that's yeah. Just, all right, all right. You know, I you know I could have misheard them, but I don't think I, I did. Uh, this again is another one that you can build your world. Like you can build maps. Right. Uh, you could design your house. You could design like anything you want to play in that in your world, and you could pass it on to other people. But the other thing was really neat about this was it was also integrated. You could do it on your PC, like PC. Could go to console and console could go to PC. Oh, yeah, so, that's that's kind of cool. Yeah, so that's that's really neat. Then they also had an app game. They have a Fallout. It's called Fallout Shelter. Yes, and I downloaded that. Yeah, believe it or not, that knocked Candy Crush off the number one spot. Yes, it, it blew the doors off of it. And it is a free app, so you, yes. you know you could play it. And there's no. It has like, in-store purchases. Yeah, I mean in-game purchases, but you don't need to buy them to, to win the game. game. Right. So it, it's your choice to do that. Or right. Not. And of course, I think the biggest thing that people just like creamed all over themselves to see was you can get your own pit boy oh god a, 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 Damn a, a real pit boy i was so overjoyed by that like okay for those those initiated for the fallout series one of the things that keeps keeps you alive is this pit boy it's kind of like a wristband and on this wristband gives you all your all your pertinent information like map your vitals your you know your hit points kind of yeah. like it really kind of gives you everything you need and it's designed to wear on the wrist of your character it's the thing that the vault gives you to be able to survive like yeah because there's um one of the things is that because it's called fallout because of the nuclear wars other spots that are radioactive so you can get you can become infected with radiation mm-hmm. you know so you, this would be kind of like your Geiger counter, right, and stuff like that. And the beauty of it was, was that it was just, it was like a little wrist thing. It was, it was badass and it was cool. And when they said that, oh, by the way, this there's the Pip Boy edition where you get to have a physical representation of your Pip Boy that you can wear on your wrist. Not only that, 
but you could put your smartphone in it. Yeah. And you could download the app to turn your phone into a fucking pit boy. Yeah. I was all for the low, low price. I'm going to say this surprise, $120 in U.S. currency. Yeah. I was like, you, I need that. Problem is, sold out already. Yeah. I was like, you fucking sons of bitches. Like, I might actually have to kind of pull some strings if I want my own my own version. Right. Like, I need that pit boy. I'm going to get the game. Yeah. But I need that fucking pit boy. And then, of course, though, the pit boy in the game, which I thought was neat. I, I think you could do it in real life, too, with their smartphone app. Is They had other games. They had other eight big games you could play on your pit boy. You know, to pass yeah. the time, there and there was like you know, like a, a Donkey oh, Kong, right. but they didn't call it that. They right, were, it's like all knockoff. Like, hey, here's Missile Command, but it's not Missile Command. It'd call me, it'd be called Nuclear Commander. Exactly. Like that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I, I def. Yeah, when I saw the the video of it, like the video looked a little choppy, but I also kind of go, you know what? It's just a teaser trailer. I, I like that they did add voice instead of just reading. Yeah, because that was one thing when with the old PC games. It was definitely like a lot of reading, uh-huh. and it wasn't first person. It was like eight, almost sixteen bit, the thirty two bit characters that would kind of walk. It was like a top down look. Mm-hmm. Now they kind of get you behind the shoulder, like a third person or first person perspective because you can switch between the two. Right. Um, yeah, it was just it was so much fun. Yeah, so much fun. So I'm 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 really looking forward to Fallout Four. Like that's and on top of that, I read an article that the people who helped design that game have yet to have seen the entire game after. A f- 400 plus hours of playing these games to test them, they have not seen it all. Yeah. So that is one of those things where like, uh, yeah, that's one where, oh, it comes out in November. Um, that's going to be like, oh, well, if I could hibernate for the winter and never be seen, that would be the game I play every day until the sun, you know, until springtime. Yeah. It's like, just feed me pizza and soda or diet iced tea and I'll just fall asleep. Ah, <laughs> for like... <laughs> All right, so that was Bethesda. What else can I... Sony is the next one up that I watched, and they had 22 things to bring to the table. Well, let's not go through all 22. Okay. Let's go with the, like, the, the really cool... Okay, well, there's a, there, was, there was a few games that they, they uh, uh, came out with, um, you know, because uh, um, now, now if you're breaking, break me down. Because <sighs> the, the one thing that I wanted to bring up to was uh, they had a, the View, uh, which is a television... Uh, system, which is here in New York, Philadelphia, New York, and now they're going to release them in the West Coast, where you can buy TV stations, basically, uh, oh, okay. to, to run. And it's not like buying a package like you do with our cable it's company. Like a la carte. A la carte, right. Where so you can kind of go, you know what? I watch The Walking Dead, so let me buy the AMC. See, right. I like HBO. I like Game of Thrones, so let me buy HBO. Exactly. I love elementary, so let me get CBS. You know exactly, and that's and that's the the kind of thing now. It's it's a la carte. Like they're they're really pushing that kind of concept where now like certain markets shares, and they're trying to make it grow even further. Sure, to sure. other cities and stuff that they think this could be like the future of television watching, where you're not buying a package from Comcast, say, or Time Warner Cable, and you have to buy like a hundred channels and maybe ten you watch. Yeah, you know? <laughs> right. Exactly. Like I have a cable package. Like I, no one in my house speaks Spanish. I feel like I should be able to not have to pay for the Latino channels. Right. I don't listen to music on my TV. I don't feel like I should have to pay for those those music channels. Right. Like, I, I that's kind of how I feel. Like, okay, you know what? I don't watch the History Channel, but my dad does, so keep it. Right. Like, I, like let us pick and choose the the ones we want. Yes. Uh, Assassin's Creed uh, Syndicate is coming out. 
<laughs> and there's two two characters you can play. You can play Evie, a female character, or Jacob. Yeah, they're male. twins. So, so, so you can do those. You can I think you can intermix between the two through the game. Yeah, it's yeah, it's funny because like when they announced it, they only showed him like in the in the in the opening trial, and people were bitching again. Oh, lack of the video community. No female leads. Blah blah blah. And Ubisoft was just like, "You fuckers! That's the first trailer. Here's the second one." They're brother and sister. She's just as important as he is. So now fuck off. Right. You know? <clears throat> so, and of course, no one's apologizing. No one's going, oh, we were sorry. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. All right. Yeah. Well, I, it's, it says, it's Assassin's Creed. I'm getting it. Doesn't matter. Right. Right. Male, like uh, we call it Assassin's Creed Liberation. Wasn't that great of a game? It was a PS Vita game. You were a black female during, as a freed slave, slave in colonial times. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, that's never mentioned when some people kind of go, oh, there's no, like, they don't diversify. I'm like, well, they did if you pay attention. Like, right. You know. Uh, next, uh, is, of course, Final Fantasy VII Remake is coming out. Yeah. Somebody saw the trailer and went crazy for that. Yeah. And I, I, at first second, I was like, yay. And I'm like, no, I'm not playing it again. Grown men, grown men were weeping in the aisles. Of course, before that, though, they brought World of Final Fantasy, which is the next part of their Final Fantasy ongoing trilogy of games or whatever you want to call ongoing it. Ongoing trilogy? Not trilogy. Final Fantasy 13. To... Ongoing they, chapters. They How about so, that? They have so many that they even stopped going in chronological order. They've actually made sequels to numbers. Yes. Like, it's Final Fantasy 13. Oh, here's Final Fantasy 13 2. It's like, shouldn't that be Final Fantasy 14? No, no, because that's the Realm Reborn. That's the old line stuff. So then maybe make it Final Fantasy 17. But it's a sequel to 13. Then why did you make that fit? Why didn't you make that fourteen? Mm. Make a Realm Reborn thirteen. You can still be in chronological order. Well, at that point, we'd be up to you know, we can only do numer numer Roman numerals up to the fifty. Right. Like you know, it's like. Uh... And this and the this and the next the next thing that they brought you know that was kind of interesting was Shimmy Three, which is a Kickstarter program. Apparently, this guy is not really getting approved by Sony to make this game, but Sony says if you can get the money. We'll put it out for you. Okay. And Kicks, he did a Kickstarter program. It started that night. At the end of the conference, they mentioned that it already hit $200,000 within that hour and a half of, well, actually 45 minutes of showing. i got to be honest. I've never heard of the game. It is, uh, looks to me like a dull game. I'll be honest. I'm not going to, I'm not going to sugarcoat this one way or another. I'm not going to be like, well, maybe it's, it's good. Maybe I don't know. Right. No, 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 no. I'm going to go on the limit and say it's Japanese role play. Yeah, but it doesn't look like there's any action venture to it at all. It looks very, you know, like, you know, pedestrian kind of a game. Very dry. Very, very dry. Very, hey, I got to welcome her. Very beautiful. I, I mean, I'll say that the graphics were beautiful. I'm not going to, you know, discount that. I mean, that's, right. but it's like, to me, it's, you've got to give me some action. You just can't have some guy walking around in a park looking at the waterfalls, right. the trees blowing. Right. Give the, us some, know. give us some action so we kind of know what we're getting. If it's going to be a, a, a guy standing in a park talking to another person, you're not really. Not really pulling me in. Right. I get it. Now, let's go, I want to just go back for a minute because okay. you kind of glossed over the Final Fantasy VII thing because you're not interested in playing it. Yeah. Uh, this game is kind of like the what brought people into Final Fantasy. Like, I didn't know. Well, I played, I mean, like, I, I, I played was, it, didn't finish it. Final Fantasy VIII was the last game I played. I've played Final Fantasy since then. Like I've, I've always tried to, you know, and I, you know, and I liked two. I thought was awesome on the on the Nintendo or Super Nintendo at the time. 
you know, three I three was kind of okay. You know, I, I mean, it wasn't exciting. Four I liked, you know, pretty much. But when it got to seven, it was like, holy crap! Like this yeah. is a really in depth game, and you get involved it, in these characters' lives, and you really I, feel, you know, Tiff something. Tiff is one of my favorites. Yeah, the buxom boxer. Yeah. Psh, 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 psh. Yeah. I mean, it was it was a good set. It was Vincent, right? Was, it, was Vincent in seven? The vampire, uh, or was that an eight? Eight. That was eight. Okay. But it was like it was it was a good it was a good game, but it's just like I don't want to I don't want to rehash that. I mean, it's going to have better graphics, obviously, than than the what it was out. I time. did hear that they're actually kind of tweaking. They're it's going to be Final Fantasy seven, but it's also not because they're going in and they're changing some storylines and they're. It's almost kind of like what Lucas did to the Star Wars trilogy. It's like they're going in and making some changes and adding some stuff. And I'm like, if it's going to be a new game, then why make it a remake? Like not just, it seems to me like more like a, a remake than a high def transfer, right? Which I'm okay with because I did like it, but I, I couldn't, like I said, I couldn't finish because again, it was it with Japanese role playing games. There's a lot of reading, a lot of story, and the cutscenes are gorgeous. Mm. But then when you get to the actual gameplay, it looks completely different. I'm just like, why can't they make a? a and that's why I'm always looking, looking forward to Final Final Fantasy 15 because it looked like the the between cutscene and action is almost seamless. Right. They look exactly the same. There's no like, hey, beautiful cutscene. Now you're playing an eight eight bit character. Right. I right. hate that. Like you're pulling me out of the story. Right. This is this is. When I was talking about view before, I finally found where I wanted to add a little more to that was they had a thing called Project Morpheus, which is going to be virtual reality. But they glossed over that so fast. Like, you didn't know, like, they didn't give you any details on what was about or what we were going to get into. Do you think that's because Microsoft did their thing the day before with Oculus Rift? I, I, I think. But, I mean, it's just like, if you, if you don't have anything... Don't show it because, like, like I think with the like PlayStation Move, because of whole the whole Nintendo thing when they yeah. had the the, the yeah, wireless control, well. yeah. it just didn't blow over people well enough. Right. That thing, and I think that's what you're going to get with this. And it's you're gonna you're gonna get people buying it because they're so Sony fans, and they're gonna buy it once and go. There's no games. There's nothing here right. that's gonna wow me enough. I'm gonna return it or, or you know trade it in for right. a credit for something. Um, you know, Black Ops Three is coming out. Big deal. Nothing, nothing new, nothing new in the world of Black Ops. It's a little bit better looking in graphics. It's the same yeah, it's, it's game. Said in the future, yeah. I mean, you're but, getting. But if you pre-order now, you get uh, early access code to the beta multiplayer. Yes. Yeah. It's, all right. Uh, you know, and and this is where some of the, some of the Sony stuff. They just showed a video of all these video games coming out for the PS Vita, and and some PS4 games, and it was just like so fast. You were like. I saw God of War. I'm like, they come out with another God of War. They didn't put a title out. Oh, I can tell you that they're not. It's God of War three or HD remastered. Okay, so oh, yeah, man. so we're not we're not getting a lot of you know. Like this is okay. I'll be honest. A lot of this, a lot of E three, from what I noticed, was uh, games that we knew were going to be coming out. Like like God of War three, we knew because I saw actually a ten minute video of uh, Kratos fighting Lucifer, mm-hmm. and it looked gorgeous. But I played it. Yeah. You know, it's like, uh, all right, you know, fine. You know, I know that they're trying to convert old gen to new current gen. Right. So there's going to be a lot of those HD remakes. So you kind of got to tolerate them, but you kind of hope that during the course of the time there, that's not going to be like, hey, remember this game? 
well, we made another one. Right. You know, it's like, eh, all right. And, of course, they brought out Star Wars at the end of it. The Battlefront. But first, they started with the Disney Infinity 3.0. There's going to be two starter packs. There's going to be the Twilight Republic, which is the episodes one, two, and three movies. And then Rise Against the Empire, which is going to be four, five, and six. You get Han Solo, Boba Fett, and... Uh, you know, I think Luke Skywalker on that one. Right. So that's that's the kind of you know characters that you're going to see for the Disney Infinity. Right. Yeah. Because and I said that last year. Yeah. I remember saying, going, okay, you know, they're coming out with the Marvel. Why didn't they come out with the Star Wars ones too? Because I'm like, oh, you know what? Next year Christmas time, they're going to do Infinity three point right. And they're going to because it's coincide with the new movie. Yes. So you got it's all about marketing at that exactly. point. Exactly. It's the Disney marketing train. And of course, EA did come out and do their Star Wars Battlefront. It looks. Yeah. I mean, if you haven't seen the trailers yet. Go out and look for them. If you're a Battlefront fan, you'll love it. I saw a nice one. We'll post some of this stuff on, on our page, obviously, for right. Geeksters Radio on Facebook. But I did see one where you're on Hoth, mm-hmm. and there's some fighting, and you're that. Oh. Yeah. And you see a guy get forced, choked, and lifted, and tossed across. And you turn around, and there's Vader. You're like, oh, my God. He looks fucking awesome. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you see Luke Skywalker in the Return of the Jedi outfit, the all-black thing, poke his head up like coming from her. And then you see Luke Skywalker and Darth Vader lightsaber dueling in the middle of Hoth under a fucking ad at. I am like, take my fucking money now. <laughs> yes. I am like, I don't care if I don't get the... Because apparently you can be able to play one of those characters. Yeah. Like, the characters from those trilogies are, are going to be playable characters at some point. You know? And I'm like, oh, well, I need this. Yeah. I mean, I pre-ordered it. It's got to be my life. <laughs> I, I Also, too, a little side note, I pre-ordered it, obviously, yeah. when it first announced it. And I got, like, the gold package. It was, like, an extra 10 bucks. Who cares, right? right? But they give you early access to a planet that's supposed to be integral in kind of like the lead up to something that hap- something happens in that board mm. that is directly related to the force awakens. Oh. So there's kind of a tie in where if you want to know what happened on this world cuz they visited a world of some sort yeah. and it's a big battle battle weird war like, I guess war torn you want to know what that happened there you got to play battlefront to actually understand what happened. I'm like all right, nice nice gimmick. I'm in. So it's November 17th that's coming out so you've got a month to figure out that planet, get yes. in and da, 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 da. and of course they ended with um, Uncharted Four by Naughty Dog. Yeah, thieves. It was called Uncharted Four: Thieves End. I mean, Thieves End. Yeah, that's because it's supposed to be the final Nathan Drake. Yeah, and I mean, and they also have the whole um, Nathan Drake kind of collector's pack where it's like the first three remastered right. for the PS4, as well as like I guess as a big bundle. <sighs> okay, I'm gonna be honest. I liked the, I liked that when it was called. Tomb Raider. Yeah. Because Tomb Raider was first. Yeah. And when Sony PlayStation 3 came out, they, they made uh, their version. It was, you know, um, their version of right. Lara Croft, except they made it as a dude, Nathan Drake. Right. Um, I played, I never played the first one. I played the second one, and I played the third one. They play like action movies. They play like Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. Because they did, and the third one, there was definitely some a nice fluidity from like, hey, look, I got to jump and climb here, and all of a sudden, next thing you know, I'm in a cutscene. I'm like, Holy mackerel. And then the cutscene ends with like a train crash and I'm hanging off the edge of a cliff. And next thing you know, I'm like, well, shit, I got to play. Yeah. Like it definitely played real smooth like a movie. Would I get four? I, I don't know. Like to me, Nathan Drake. Now, Nathan Drake was a game, both two and three, was a game I finished in a weekend. So to me, it's like I can't, I can't justify it. My head's weird sometimes. I can't justify spending the $65 on a game you're going to kill in a weekend. Right. 
I mean, yeah, Jurassic Lego World, you know, I, I did it for eight days, but I played it solidly for eight days, and I felt like I got my money's worth because I did walk away with the Platinum Trophy, 100% everything. Right. Like, it wasn't like that, oh, I, you know, I played this game for two days, and I'm finished the storyline, and the replay value sucks because there's no way to go back. Mm. Like, that's the Nathan Drake kind of thing. You can go back and play the levels again to try to get everything, but if you pay attention during the course of the game, you can do it then, too. Right. Like, so you're not really, like, the replayability for those games were kind of, meh, yeah. for me. All right, let's move on to Microsoft. All right, yeah, Microsoft, I'm going to say, has the bigger the, the bigger showing. Yeah. The one that most people seem to think that kind of won the, this, won the day. This, well, okay, watching Microsoft's, show, watching their press conference, I think they go, our dicks got beat in two years ago. We need to. We need to amp this up. We need to do something. In the last two years, that's what they did. They were they were wanted to push the envelope as best they could with they, what they had. Right. I kind of felt like they're trying because they got their ass handed two years ago. It hurt their sales. People got fired. People got people left. Yeah. You know, um, people moved on to better things. But basically, somebody at Microsoft went, "You guys fucked up so bad, you're all fired." Yeah. Now we're gonna get some new people who kind of get it, and now they're trying. And to me. Grasping at straws with desperation, uh, desperation moves to kind of it's like, um, like when you gamble and you lose, let's say a hundred dollars, you then bet one hundred and fifty, thinking you can kind of get it. You bet two hundred, thinking you can kind of get it back. Yeah, it, it seems to be like that gambler's mentality of let's throw money at it right. and let's do this and let's do that because we can recoup our losses because if it's great, people will buy it. Right, exactly. Yeah. All right. So, so they started off with, of course, Halo Five Guardians was the first game. Now, the only reason sure. why I want to bring this up is because Nathan Fillion was in it. So I thought that was kind of neat. Yeah, he's been the voice of a character since, I think, Halo Wars. So it was interesting to me. I was like, hey, Nathan Fillion. He looked good. Yeah. That's a good rendering of Nathan. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty good. I was like, oh, I like that. And, like, I wouldn't buy play the game, but. It's, yeah. yeah, it's not. There's no reason we bought a game for a character who I'm not playing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, then I'm just going to jump ahead a little I mean, bit. But, here. But, in all, but in all fairness. Uh, Conan O'Brien and Andy Richter in Halo, Halo 4, by the way. <laughs> they play Guardians, and they're guarding something. They're talking, and they, you can hear them have this conversation. It's funny. It's cute, but, yeah. you know, all right. Of course, the the next thing, I'm just going to jump, jump a couple of these because I'm not going to get everything. Uh, backwards compatibility was the biggest thing that the, was, like, the next thing that they were this talking about. This one seems feels like a cheap gimmick. It is. It's, it, it is a cheap gimmick, but you know what? If this, this might... Help them in sales. Right. I really do. I, again, I, I, I'm not saying... Because like, if people go, you know what? I don't want to leave my Xbox 360 because I can't play my Xbox 360 games on my Xbox One. And I don't like the fact that there's no backwards compatibility. And they right. go, we finally pulled we finally pulled a lot of hats, but we did it. You know, finally... Right. Gonna... It's, but see, to me, again, it just screams of desperation. Like, I, I saw some video footage of people playing Mass Effect, the first one, yeah. as the on the Xbox One. It's choppy. It's it's not it's right, and I mean, uh, but that's the thing. That's their first try because this is they're looking at holiday this year to uh, to launch that whole idea. Okay, so it's not going to be coming out next week. You're not going to see this for a while. So hold on to your Xbox 360s. Don't trade them in just yet. Yeah, you know, for you know, for those those fans. But the thing is, is that you know they said as as the next 2016 progresses, more and more games are added because there'll be only a select list when they first started too. So right, they have if a, you're, if there's a game on there that you don't have a, it's not on your list. You're like, Oh, I have this game. It's on my list. Hold on to it. Like, don't, 
don't don't <coughs> get rid of your stuff just because you know my Xbox says that, that they're going to be back. See with that's the see, that's Microsoft. Microsoft is about they need they need something. To, so again, to me, like this feels like that. But they they mean they're also throwing out the fact that you could do the broadcasting, you could do the the picture yeah, well, taking. They want it all one thing, and, and especially now that you know Windows Ten is coming out, right? Um, it works really well with you know the Xbox One. It's I don't know like to me I I feel like they're always trying too hard they're okay I'll put it this way they're the girl the kind of cute girl right. that dresses like a slut to get attention which she shouldn't yeah you know like it, it's like just be yourself and you'll be fine right but instead of you need that that attention it's like come on of course you know they had the Xbox Elite which is the new wireless controller which was the, you could take different pieces off of it and change it around and make it more like comfortable yeah, for you to play, but it's already been done. So right. it's not, it, this is nothing new, kids. This is not something Xbox just magically yeah, pulled out another, their there's, ass and go. There's another company that I'll make those modifications for your controller. Here's the thing. Here's the part. I think the controller is going to be like $100, $150. Yeah. And one of the reasons why, again, because they want to, because it's supposed to work so seamlessly with Windows 10, this new controller, this high-end controller, the Elite, will also be able to play on your PC as a wireless. Yeah. And which is not bad. Like some people who are PC gaming gamers will probably pick this up. Probably won't pick it up actually because they they already have something like it. Yeah. For like the hair trigger hair trigger things for precision shooting. Right. This that's the same. They had the you know swappable <clears throat> components, hair trigger. This is gonna come out in fall of twenty fifteen. Yeah, like these so, triggers that fit on the bottom. I mean, I'm if like, you're an Xbox fan and this is what you want, then by all means, I, yeah. but I mean, I don't think. I mean, there's other controls out there you could probably get at a less, uh, a better value. Probably, you know, out there. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't shop around, kids. Shop around. Was <laughs> Bethesda came down, chilled out for a fall four again. But this is the thing that I want to mention about them is the fact is is that their all their beta stuff they're getting it first. Xbox One. Yeah. Okay. Right ready. now, the big issue with the two consoles is exclusive rights. Mm-hmm. Who gets what first? Like, for example, Batman Arkham Knight's coming out Tuesday. There's a lot of PlayStation exclusives that, micro, that Xbox One won't get for, like, another six to seven months. Right. Maybe even a year. And into and as a way to kind of fight that, there's Tomb Raider is now supposed to be a Xbox exclusive, mm-hmm. where it was, again, supposedly only going to be theirs for, like, a year, and then it was coming out for the PS4. Mm-hmm. Like, it's that whole, you get to play it first here. Problem is, is that I gotta be honest. I think Sony still kind of leads the charge on exclusives. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, yeah, Microsoft's gonna have Forza. To me, one of the big things to about is like a new is a remake of Gears of War. Right. Like a high def. I'm going. Okay, that's great. But you've played that game before. Like, if you play that game and you finish it, do you if you still own it, mm-hmm. you're gonna play it on the 360. High definite game up very rarely is going to make you want to play it again. Yeah. Very rarely. Okay. Next came out was EA. Um, they came out. They didn't really show any too much in games. <laughs> they, you know what? Because their gaming department's not really that strong. Right. I mean. But they, they're offering 10% off for Xbox uh, Gold members in their store for EA games. And early. Because they're backwards compatible. Right. And early um, beta testing for their new games. If any new EA, EA games that you're looking for. That you know that you want to play, and you know you you want to get like a month ahead of time. You could do that, you right? Get a so beta like version you, of it because you know why? Because they're it's that okay. Well, here's a good example. Um, Madden season's coming up, so they're obviously pushing Madden 16. Mm-hmm. I know for NBA 16, if you pre-order it at GameStop, you'll get it four days early. 
than anybody else in the natural market. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if the game comes out on Tuesday, you're going to be able to play it that weekend. It's like, do you really want to? And also, too, Spike Lee's involved in it. I'm yeah. like, really? It's a basketball. Like, it's, And he's doing his corporate, the drama and this. I'm going, it's a video game basketball. The drama is you get hired by a team to bring home the championship. Yeah. I, it's not like I, unless there is a hidden level of where you have to fight off drug dealers or, <laughs> you know, there's that shady, you know, rep. You shoot somebody in a party and have yeah. to. Uh... Like I got drunk and I got, you know, <laughs> I got into a, a fight at the bar. Like, you know, there's none of that. Right. All right. What else you got? Forza Motorsport 6 is coming out. Henry Ford came former Henry Ford. The third came out. Because he's head, uh, he's head of Ford, right? So yeah. <laughs> they brought out the new one of the new uh, Ford uh, Forza car- cars, and it was like, wow, like this was brilliant. Yeah. What had to do with the whole show? I don't know. It's, okay. but I just wanted to mention it because I thought it was pretty. I thought it was pretty cool. Forza's Microsoft version of of uh, Sony's Gran Turismo. It's, yeah, it's basically a um, racing car. Trust me, kids. The video. Did not impress me at all. Well, it impresses you if you're. I mean, I'm, I'm like I like car lot. games. Uh, yeah, well, it, but to me, Forza has always been um, a again, same with Gran, uh, Gran Turismo, mm-hmm. is a not a racing game. It's more of a car simulating game, right? Where you play, you you do racing, but it's just have real time physics, like as if you were actually behind the wheel of a real car. And the point is, like, hey, look, these things look beautiful, and they're great, and they're classic. Yeah, I think this year they're doing classic cars, a classic mm-hmm. muscle cars which is probably the reason why that Ford come out to go, hey, look, here's a 2016 Mustang. Right. And you can, if you pre-order now, you'll be able to get this as a, a pre-order bonus. Right, right. Maybe. I don't know. All right. Well, I'm, we're running out of time here. Yes. I just want to do one more and okay. then we're done. Okay. Okay. I, just, this one, I do have a couple. So this, this one, this one kind of blew my mind. So I, I wanted to share it with everybody. Of course, uh, Val VR, who makes the Oculus Rift, uh, is partnered with Microsoft. And they've actually made a Microsoft HoloLens, which, which, which is like glasses that they're not tethered. They're, they're wireless right. that you can play in their virtual reality. And they showed it off, of course, though, with Minecraft. Right. And it was kind of neat because they said that, of course, with this, the, the, the uh, Oculus Rift will work with Windows 10. Right, of course. They'll come with the controller, the Elite controller. Okay. Uh, and the fact is, is that it's it's basically virtual reality 3D. But what was amazing was they showed it a special camera. What the classes were sh- were shooting in his in his eyes, and what things. So he he was looking at it. Looks like a blank wall. He was standing there with a the controller playing. But they showed him. He was, looks like the screen. So he's playing. Right. Then there was another a woman who was you know doing the commentating. She was playing on her tablet. Right. Okay. Then he said, you know what? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna switch it to the wall. Now I'm gonna switch it to his table. There's a Plain owner on every table, they put the they put the map down, and then it went three D. So the buildings went up, right. and it was a, a full map. And as they're walking, like the map just scrolled. So like when they got to the edge of the table, just disappeared. And then like the where it was going forward, there was like new buildings being created. So I thought that was awesome. But then they lifted up because there's like, is there a dungeon underneath? And he lifted up the whole map with his hands, basically. And you can right. see dungeons underneath, like a three D view. It was of- basically a, a knockoff version of Jarvis. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly <laughs> like, you know, picking up stuff, spinning around. Exactly uh, it, and I thought that was really impressive. I think if, if they if they could pull if it this off, this is a real thing, and because that's the thing, you have to question everything, kids. You just can't go. Microsoft's going to do this. Like all of a sudden, it's talking to like a whole bunch of kids. You got to question everything, kids. I'm, I'm just. He's like I, a drunk uncle at a kindergarten class. 
<laughs> you can't I'm, listen. I'm glad. Microsoft. Anybody. Microsoft has lied to us in the past, and you know I can go over countless ways, and I'm not sure. Going to I, it, I, but like, like but pe- people know. People have come in asking about the new Xbox One because they, they're also doing a terabyte drive now. Okay. You know, coming, and I'm like, you know what? This whole backwards compatibility, big or hard drive stuff. Wait a year. Why? I'm like, you never can trust Microsoft the first year they bring out something. Like, you don't, no one really buy it. Like, like, I don't buy the first first iteration of it because it's yeah, buggy. Because it's always buggy. It's, it's like what my pop-up used to say. Never buy a car in the first seven years of manufacture because they got to work out the bugs. Right. You know, so with Microsoft, it's the same thing. They've never been, never been honest about any of the stuff they said they can do and then do it when they say they're going to do it. Right. It's always been like, you know what? This backwards compatibility sounds great. Mm-hmm. Right now, it's only 100 titles, and the titles, no one's ever fucking heard of. Right. You know? So I'm like, okay, that... You got to start somewhere, granted. Yeah. But a year from now, are you going to be able to play... Like, in a year from now, are you really going to want to play those 360 games? I know that they're beloved. You love them. But it's... Well, that's the thing. I think... I was thinking about this because we were talking about this on Thursday a little bit. We didn't right. get rid of the whole thing, but we'll just, we talked about it. And I think you're a rare video gamer, okay? Like, okay. I think you're in the – you're special. You, no, special. I don't. Just that, like, like if you were a 20-year-old gamer, you're looking at the next game. You go, okay, t- t- two days, I'm playing Batman. Right. But Batman's done – you're moving on to the next game. Yeah. You might hold on to Batman because it was a great game. Yeah. But like like Witcher 3, it's like, well, I played it, you know, and after a while, if I don't play it, I'm just going to exchange it for something else because yeah. I need to trade in because XYZ game's coming out in two months and I need to, you know, build okay. up credits, whatever. Right. Yeah, blah, 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 whatever. I understand. Okay. So I, You're like, the one complaining about time, so go ahead. Right. So then the thing is, is that you, you're that kind of person where a lot of gamers, the older games, especially us, like, we would like to reminisce and go, you know what? I want to play. Like, I go back and I play God of War 1. Like, because it's just like, I, that, I, you know, I, I beat it like 14, I, 15 times, I, but I enjoy the game so much that I want to do it again. I, I see nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I don't. My problem is, is because those same people who hold on a game like God of War, when they finally do decide to trade it in, they bitch that they're only getting 50 cents for it. Yeah. They bitch because they're only getting a dollar for it. You know what? Fuck you. You're the one who put sentimental value on this game. If I bought a car and in 10 years I sell it and I was fucking super miles in that car, yeah, I'm going to have, you know, like fond memories of the car, but it's still a car to Joe Schmo. It's like, look, I'm only going to offer you this one because it's the going price. Yeah. You know, so those people who get all pissed going, fuck you, I had this great time playing this game. This game's awesome. Yeah, it was, but you know what? You're going to get less value. Like, I... I think um, it's also the people who think that if they hold on to something long enough, it'll be classic and, you know, they'll have this... Fifteen thousand dollar game that they'll be able to sell on. Well, no, I'm not talking about value games. He's I talking know about sentimental value. I'm not talking about sentimental value. I'm just saying, like, I would <clears> hold on to God of War One and keep playing over and over again. I wish the PS4 was backwards compatible so I could trade in my PS3 to get a PS4. Right. But the thing is, is that I know, okay, so I got to hold on to it. So I will hold on to it, and I'm not going to go one day and go. You know what? I've played it much times. I have it memorized. I don't need to to, to play it anymore. I'm going to trade it in, and I get a quarter for it. I'd be like, "Fuck!" I'd be like, "You know what? It's an outdated game. It was for a, a, a last gen uh, system, so I know better." Like, yeah, it's, it's... I, but there's people like you who don't think that way. They think that because God of War, like, it's about supply and demand. Yeah, like Grand Theft Auto Five still sells pre-owned for like forty dollars, and it's a sixty, and that game's already like two, three years old. 
But because so many people love that game and they keep playing it because of the no one very rarely trades it in, so you don't. They're few and far between. Right. You know, like right now, if I would have wanted to trade in The Witcher Three, uh, I'm sorry. Here's a case of point. I had I paid fifty dollars for Lego Jurassic World. Traded in a week later, it was I think I got like thirty two dollars for it. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah, I lost money because duh, it's uh, you know yeah, it's a week old, but I opened it. It now becomes a used product. Right. It's like if you bought a car fresh off the lot and then a week later, like maybe a week later, they would take your money back. But if six months later you go, you know what? I really don't like this car. They're going to, well, fuck you. We'll buy it from you. You're not going to, you can't get a full refund. Yeah. You know, so I expected that. But if I waited like another three, four months or a year, it would be worth like 10 bucks at most. Yeah. Like, so to me, it's like once you're done a game, if you want to get maximum value for that value of that game, trade it in, trade it in right away. If you don't like a game, trade it in right away. You won't get your full money back. But you know what? Stop bitching about how a game sucks. When then you know what? Do some research. You know, like I, I'm, I, it, I had a woman call. She wanted to know if now this to me. I, I wish I could talk to this woman again. In her, in her basement, in her garage, mm-hmm. was a Super Nintendo. Yeah. She wanted to know if GameStop would buy it, and I said, "No, we don't do. So we don't." I'm like, "No." She's like, well, I was just going to throw it away. And I'm like, ma'am, that's a Super Nintendo. I guarantee you, if you looked hard enough, somebody would buy that from you. You know, because it's a Super Nintendo, there's that nostalgia value. Right. If she wanted to just get rid of it, fuck, drive it on over. I'll take it off your hands. I'd probably never play it, but I'll throw it in, I'll throw it in a garage because one day, you never know. I, know I still have my who, regular Nintendo. I know people who buy that shit and then take it apart and make art out of it and like somebody makes purses out of old gaming systems right like, so people will take that shit yeah off but the hands. thing is is that i you could take that super nintendo put it on ebay for like 50 bucks and somebody will buy it somebody will buy it, will buy it or, or 75 bucks and somebody will buy it because it'd be like oh well it's cheaper than buying a current gen game and it's nostalgia if it comes with some games. and it's for my kids who are 10 they don't need a high def right. ps4 or an xbox one right it gives them something to play with and you can buy the game super super cheap they don't care some people do like i it's to myself like me like I'm I'm a snobby gamer. Uh-huh. I'm picky about what I play. Right. I'm I've also learned to kind of distance myself like as much as I love The Witcher Three and as much as I love Batman, I'm going full balls to the walls Batman and stuff. Like, yeah. but I also know too, in six months I'm gonna be done with Batman. Yeah, like I'm just gonna be done, and there'll be something else. I mean, in I have Batman coming out in two days. In a month I have Rory's PG Rory McClory's PGA tour. Yeah, golf. I'm going from fucking Batman. I've gone from Witcher Three. To Lego Jurassic World, to Batman Arkham Knight, to fucking Goff. <laughs> and then the next game I have pre-ordered is Mad Max. Yeah. And then after that, it's Star Wars. I'm all over the place, but I'm just kind of feeling like, eh. Yeah. You know, like, I, I get it. You know, there's that sentimental value. I mean, the one stuff I wanted to bring up, in fact, was, was Ubisoft did their thing. Yeah. Um, obviously, it was a new Assassin's Creed, but they also talked about the sequel to Stick of Truth. Okay. South Park. Oh, it looks awesome. I don't know what's coming out. I got. I have to actually kind of. <laughs> Two gonna, years, kids. Probably. Two years. I love the trailer. The trailer is awesome because like pre-order now. And Butters like, hey, yeah, pre-order. That sounds like a good idea. Fuck you, Butters. <laughs> 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 I can't wait like two years for a game to come out that I pre I pre ordered like that day one. Yeah, like yeah, I want it now. But two years later, I'm playing it. Worth the two years though. Yeah, that game is fucking gorgeous, brilliant, funny, and it is literally like it is one of the true representation of taking a concept of a cartoon TV show, transferring it perfectly into video game, 
And playing with those characters in that sandbox made me feel as if I was actually part of that show. Yeah. So. There you go. I, to me, and it won 15 Game of the Year awards. Yeah, like 15, I mean, you know, it was a great game. It is. I mean, I can't argue. <laughs> but on that note, let's wrap it up. All right. Maybe we'll talk some more E3. Like, I'm sure there's going to be more well, There's trickles. going to be more articles through the next couple of yeah. weeks that I'm going to bring to the table for you. So that a way. smattering. Yeah, here and there. Whatever whatever information it, we're going to get. Because I know we're going to get more reports as time goes on. Because what Microsoft's not going to do or what Sony's yeah. going to do. And we'll or, see if they keep their word to anything. Exactly. Like, yeah. All right, well, in the meantime, if you want to um, listen to us again, thanks for listening to us. But uh, if you want to listen to us again, you can go to download the podcast. It's free. Yeah, <laughs> go to wordswithgeeks.com or iTunes or go to the about section at Geeksters Radio. Excuse me. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> pause there for a moment on Facebook and uh, like the page if you haven't already. And uh, go to the about section to find all the places you can download our show. Uh, yes. And don't forget to go to Twitter at Geeksters or Instagram at Geeksters Radio. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> But in the meantime, you want to catch us live, you can so every Sunday night from 6 to 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time yeah. on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio. This is Aquanet Radio on those apps. And... If you want to contact Sean and anything we talked about, I just want to say hello to Sean. You can contact us, Sean at WordsWithGeeks.com. If you want to contact Ed on anything you might have heard or seen on the show, you can contact him at, Ed at wordswithgeeks.com. And even though she didn't talk, it, you could contact Erica at erica at wordswithgeeks.com. She's still here. Say hello. I am. There hello. you go. Yeah. She was snoozing. <laughs> She's like, yeah, you know. I was looking at Pinterest. You can contact her at erica at wordswithgeeks.com. That's Erica with a K. And on that note, we're we'll going to say goodbye. We'll see you next week, folks. Bye. And we're back. Yeah, the whole E three thing, I never really, honestly, could get into. I don't know, like, like, oh, look, video game. Oh, look, here's the, like, I can never sit and watch any of those. I mean, I would if I had to. Like, if you needed help, you're like, dude, I can't make it. I can't watch Nintendo's or something. Or, yeah, but the I mean, next like, year I'm gonna have to give you like Sony or something like yeah. that to watch, and I'll watch like another one or something like that. Just yeah, to, it was tough. I mean, it was easier when G four had it on. And, yeah, because they give you the highlights. Yeah. You know, and then it's like you could watch the press conference you want. You don't have to. And right. You know, you could watch the other, like the just the pre-warm up or the post-wrap up, and that was right. it. You know, it was like a half hour, and that was it. You could get everything that they said, the gist of it, yeah, and you, that's all you needed. sit there and go, oh, they said this, they said that. Like, yeah. you didn't have to. Yeah. Now it's everything's online, and they all have, like, like Microsoft was streaming their conference through the Xbox One. The PlayStation was streaming theirs through their TV thing. And I'm just like... Why? One thing I want to add, though, yeah. about Sony was they had these two boobs on <laughs> for a pregame. I think they were like, Bethesda did it. Let's uh, let's we let's uh, us have two people to come on oh, and do yeah. it. And they were horrible. They were yeah. they were they they just they didn't introduce people. I mean, you know, I mean, these game developers, you really don't know their names yeah. other than if you're studying, if you're really into games and you're studying the credits, which a lot of times most people just yeah. Unless you're an Asian games designer, chances are they probably don't know your name. Yeah. Because I mean, there's the the Fumagachi. I don't know the guy who created like Metal Gear Solid. He's in the news lately. Um, the guy who did Silent Hill. I think it's the same guy. To be quite honest, <laughs> I, you know. So when they were interviewing, him, they were just going off and talking about him, and they weren't even like putting their names up on the screen. Yeah, they were like give nobodies. You that, nobodies, and you're like. It could be like the president of the studio, or it could right. just be a lead game developer. It could be some Joe Schmo walking by, going, "Oh my god, this game looks cool. Let's talk to them." <laughs> 
they sound like they know what they're talking about. Yeah. You know, you stand there and just kind of arms folded with your hand on your chin, scratching and going, hmm, oh, he seems important. Let's talk to him. <laughs> you, you do that thoughtful pose, kind of like, what am I going to have for lunch? Oh, he looks like he's staying outside. Let's go talk to him. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. What do you think of the new Tomb Raider? It's good. Okay. I'm not, I'm all right with it. Hmm. Like, oh, guys, do it again. What do you think about the Final Fantasy VIII? It's not eight, it's seven, I believe. Oh my god, you're so smart, you're right. <laughs> you're tapping your chin. Like, hmm, what, do I want fries with that? <laughs> what do you think about that Kickstarter campaign? With a man, but I think it was uh, cool. Like, <laughs> you're so knowledgeable. Let's give you a show. <laughs> um, <o> okay. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> How'd you get on TV? I was standing at E3, I was scratching my head, going. Do I want fries with that or not? And yeah. say, I know. A couple questions go my way, and bam, my own show. <laughs> How fucked up is that? <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, imagine if I was scratching my ass and instead, <laughs> I wouldn't be here. <laughs> yeah, I think they'd kick you out. <laughs> No, they're not, not, not hands on the back of the pants going, <laughs> scratch, scratch. Not like, like you normally do. Yeah, like, you know, you're, like, you're scratching your, your leg shaking like you're a fucking dog. No, just, yeah, it's just kind of like, just kind of rubbing your butt going, like a little butt, like over the jeans. <laughs> kind of like, like, oh, I bumped my hip into something. You're rubbing yeah, your butt. Okay. You know, like, oh, no, my God, dude. I'm scratching your chin. Show. <laughs> Show. Like, hmm. <laughs> what if I can't hang in there until Monday? <laughs> what if I don't deserve a break today? <laughs> Show. <laughs> All right, we're going to get you in the E3 next year. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I'm just going to scratch my chin. Oh my God, what do you think of this? It's not bad. Oh, brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> hmm. What do you think of the new PlayStation? I like it. I own it. Oh. How about an Xbox One? No, I don't own one. Oh. You can we? Can, oh, we, we got a perfect show for you. You can be the Sony fanboy, and we'll find an Xbox fanboy. You guys can duke it out via video games. Okay. Is there a paycheck in it? <laughs> yeah. Big one? Possibly. <laughs> If there's a season two, all right, fine. <laughs> you twisted my arm. Yeah, you twisted my arm. But then I'll be like, you know what? Never mind. I changed my mind. Why? I actually have to do research. <laughs> no, 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 you won't. No, you won't. Really? How is that going to work then? We have assistants that will do that. <laughs> you can get your own assistant, and you can tell them, go, yeah, give me the bullet points on the whole story conference. <laughs> And then they'll come back, and you gotta do is look at those bullet points, and then talk about it on the show. Hmm. I got to read. <laughs> I got to read. No, 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 no. You can tell the assistant to read it out loud. See, so I gotta memorize it. <laughs> no, no. Okay, fine, fine. We'll put the little thing in your ear, and we'll say, "Sony announced this." So today, Sony announced this. How do I feel about that? <laughs> hmm. Oh, he's scratching his chin. Oh. I do believe I like it. Oh, brilliant! <laughs> you know, 
Oh, now the Xbox One is rebuttal. Like, no, you don't understand that the, you know, the DRAM and that accelerates the bit rate and the, you know, the firmware helps advance the, you know, hertz of the frame rate. So you can get 60 FPS instead of 20 FPS. And that backwards compatibility is going to be so awesome because if you ever had the need to play Banjo and Kazooie, you know, in high def backwards compatibility, this is going to be the shit. Okay, I believe you're wrong. Like, uh, <laughs> oh my God, scratch that chair, he said it. Oh, he slammed that guy. <laughs> I'm getting paid for this? <laughs> yes. Can I get a sneaker deal out of it? <laughs> no, but you can get your name etched on the side of a controller. All right, <laughs> sure. It's about the perks, really. <laughs> get the Richmond today. Yeah. Get the SR in your store. <laughs> Oh, yeah. We call this one the Geekster Special. It's blue. It's the 510. That's right. What, what? It's the 215, yo. My own sneaker. Uh-huh. I would make a sneaker, right? And it would be look like a mouth. And at the tongue of the sneaker, you could fold forward and it'd be red like a tongue. Like an actual tongue. Like, just... You wear, yo, man, you got that news, those new Geekster sneakers. You know it. Dude, that's a, that's a posable tongue. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and it came with this new accessory, light up googly eyes. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> so at night, you just see these flashy googly eyes spinning around as you're walking with its tongue hanging out. I'm bringing that shit back. <laughs> It's the late nineties over I'm gonna, I'm gonna have a, a exclusive sneaker deal with Puma. <laughs> I'll bring back the fat laces. <laughs> Fisherman caps. <laughs> and the Lord jumpsuits. <laughs> and gold chains. That's right. It's gonna be a new look for the gamers everywhere. <laughs> Oh man! Oh, Guaranteed uh, to not get you laid. <laughs> you order now, you get a pre-stained white white beater shirt. <laughs> pre-stained. <laughs> we just here, here over here at Geeksters Studio, we smear ketchup and mustard <laughs> to give that perfect sheen. <laughs> and wait, you can smell the desperation off of it. We spray it down with our new Geekster spray. <laughs> We've spent hours of, you know, of collecting these sweat glands of nerds around the world <laughs> to give you that authentic geek smell. Get yours today. <laughs> Available at Hot Topic. <laughs> okay, let's end with that one. <laughs> Well, thanks for listening, folks. You've been listening to Geeksters. <laughs> That's it, really? You've been <laughs> listening to Geeksters. No, seriously. If you want to catch your show live, you can do so on Sunday nights from 6 to 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, or other places. You want to know where? You go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, hit the About button, and then find out where you can download the show. 
and hit the like button too while you're at it. Or you can go to Facebook or <laughs> you can go to iTunes or wordswithgeeks.com to also download the show. Or you can go to uh, Twitter, Twitter at Geeksters say, or Instagram at Geeksters Radio. Yes. Is that what you're trying to yeah, say? Yeah, you threw me off the whole different. You did the chase all day. <laughs> and your hands are flailing. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> but if you want to contact Sean on anything we talked about, contact Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. Or if you want to contact Ed on anything, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Erica at erica at wordswithgeeks.com. That's Erica with a K. And tune in next week, folks. Where I will be giving you a review of Ted to Ted Harder. <laughs> and we're out. No, are we? <laughs> and what else? Oh, Batman, Arkham Knight. <laughs> <laughs> now we're out. Now we're out. That me, was me. wonderful. Bravo. <laughs> I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It though. could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. 